0: This is episode number 95 of Hebrews in Exile with our honorable teacher, Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton, and we continue our discussion about being purists as we walk in this Hebraic lifestyle. You know, it's very important that we discuss these types of things because there are several individuals that are professing to be Hebrew Israelites and the exemplification of their behavior does not really coincide with what's written in the Masoretic text. So it's important that we kind of understand and grasp the concepts of what being a pure Hebrew really means. So, without any further ado, let's jump right into this episode. Hebrews in exile,
1: you know what we do. Let's... Power. Give me love, yeah. Give hey, Sean. My
0: hey, Ambassador Holman. Yes, sir. We're back, heart, We're back soul. again. We're back again.
1: Yes, sir. And our world is changing. The dynamics that we are living under are changing.
0: Yes, at a very rapid rate. Yesterday.
1: Yesterday is gone, Mm -hmm. and we have a new day, a new thought, new direction. Mm. And the way the world is shaping up, particularly from a perspective of information sharing, content sharing, Looking for a word I can't find right now in my brain. The shifting of being able to say what you want to say mm. is affecting our world. And I think that I'm at a point. Where I want to make clear, I want to clarify. Okay. There is a difference between being Hebrew and being Christian. Yeah, there's a big chasm between the two. I agree with you. And... With that in mind, with the situations of the things that have taken place over the last month or so, I know, and Mm. you know, Mm. there is a shaking and an awakening of people who are thinking, maybe they haven't made the, the... the the change yet but it's on their mind oh yeah their
0: ears are are being they're they're tickling their their
1: their their interest has been sparked at the very least and you know with this being the case there are people who are going to be investigating searching and trying to figure out what's what's right as opposed to what's not right. I know, mm-hmm. I know you, I know my aunt, you guys, you're, you, you, <laughs> Rabbi, you're talking in circles. Come on, get it, get it, get it out. Uh oh, here comes specificity. Get, here get we it go. Out. Listen. <coughs> there are mm-hmm. Hebrews, and then there are Hebrews. Mm. So let me say this in the outset. Okay. The difference between. Us and them, the majority of them that are making noise, is that we are purists. True. Meaning that what we say, what we do, is driven solely and strictly by text. Agreed. Totally agreed. And a thorough understanding of the text. Agreed. Agreed. To holler that I'm a Hebrew is one thing, and then to demonstrate that you're a Hebrew is an altogether different
0: thing. Yeah because you know those those people that are are skeptical are going to evaluate your your actions and line that up with what is in the text. Well, I thought your text says that you aren't supposed to you know, the fruit of what you are, are exemplifying doesn't exemplify this lifestyle that you speak
1: of. Yeah, and it will people will call you under subjection for it. Sure. I know we've talked about this before, but I want to talk about it again. And I'm going back to a few months ago. I know you've all heard me say this before, but I'm <clears> going to say it again. Where I, I was in flight to a city and a Caucasian lady sat down next to me and began to query, just have conversation and asked me a lot of questions about where I was going and why I was going. Mm -hmm, mm was kind of being nosy. (laughs) Yeah, she's trying to figure out who she was sitting next to. (laughs) But when I think about it, it was all a setup by the most high. Mm. And I got a chance to tell her that I was a rabbi, Simply just means a teacher mm-hmm. of Hebrew content. And her response to me, she says, Yeah, um, I met some Hebrews in San Diego. And, um, and they were very boisterous and very probably rude. Rude. And, and, yeah. You know, and uh-huh. they really made me feel uncomfortable.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I told her, I said, Yeah. I call those the purple and gold people. Yeah. I said, that's not who I am. Mm. And what <sighs> I'm and I'm 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 going in this direction because with the rattling of the bones mm-hmm. of Ezekiel, the bones are starting to rattle and they're starting to try to gain some sense of Life in them. Yes. People need to know that there mm. is an alternative to being abused, hollered at, and being blamed for everything. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And as I listen to, as I listen to, I even forget his name. On, um, was it that, uh, the interview? Yes. With, with you talking about the bishop? Yes. Bishop Nathaniel. Yeah, Bishop Nathaniel. As I listened to him, and as I listened to the interview that which he just, had, yeah. the gentleman um, was querying the idea that, you know, you sound like the blame is all on white people. And that's not who we are. That's correct. You're never going to hear us talk about the nations in a derogatory, in any derogatory content. No. Not and any. that's because our texts and the mitzvot and the rules and the instructions that the Most High has given to Hebrew Israel preclude us from doing that. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. There's... Go ahead. So, if you're going to claim to be Hebrew and be a congregation of people, there is certain criteria that needs to be a part of who you are that lines up with Hebraic text. Yes. And if it doesn't line up with Hebraic text, then... You, as a searcher and as an inquirer, should use, just like you go searching for other information of truth, you should be listening for the content of what's being said that lines up with text. Now, the problem with what I'm saying is that the majority of people don't know what text says. True. True. Very true. So you don't know where to go. It's not like you can go Google it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you don't know where to Google it in in your, in your in your in your Bibles. I don't even like to use the word Bible because it's not a Bible to me anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. biblical Bible. Biblica is all Greek terminology. Mm-hmm. So the point being is that there are different factions. Of Hebrews. And and when and the sad part about it is we want to call ourselves the father's people, but we're not on the same page with the father.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You, you know one of the things I admire about you is your diplomacy. <laughs> Ambassador Holman. Statesman. What? Elder statesman. See, I have a, (laughs) again, diplomacy, under the auspices of diplomacy. I wouldn't call the group that you're talking about, and maybe this is me being having a lot of chutzpah and a lot of, 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 of vinegar still in me, but I don't consider them Hebrews. In the sense that we consider ourselves Hebrews, I consider them another faction of Christianity, because literally that's what's in their doctrine. It's just another form of Christianity. They've haven't abandoned the ways that I mean, and and, and really, quite honestly, they've they've taken some truths that come out of being Hebraic and made that their platform. <sighs> But they're still under the guise of Christianity. They still worship Christ. Christ is still at the center of where they are. Um, so, if making a distinction between the two, yes, I, I stand with you wholeheartedly. Because when mass media says these are the Hebrew Israelites, granted, that's that's great. That they're, they're identifying that these individuals are melanated people that are Hebrew, that are Hebrews, but there's a difference between the doctrine that they're teaching and what they're identifying themselves as. as. Maybe that might be a little oh,
1: no, no, weird it, to it, say, but no, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's correct. I mean, here's the thing. <coughs> here's the thing. If you're looking for a Hebrew congregation that is teaching Hebrew, doctrine you're looking for a congregation that's a purist yes in relationship to the text Mm -hmm. you listen you want to listen to what's being said that's not being spiritualized taken out of context Mm -hmm. you want to listen to the key the key words that flow through the conversation that is devoted to the mind of the most high, mm-hmm. which is his rules and his instruction, which are his mitzvot. Mm-hmm. If you're not hearing, if you're not hearing mitzvot being discussed within the conversation of what you're listening to, mm-hmm. then there's a problem. Yeah. And that, and that brings in the, the, cause I know people have
0: got to be confused when they hear, I've heard some people in that sect say, Things that are germane to the mitzvotes that we hold so true and near and dear and that are the cornerstone of our Hebraic walk, but then at the same time you're still in a doctrine that invalidates those same that same lifestyle and 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 the parameters upon which the characteristics and be, and lifestyle behavior that you're supposed to abide by. So it's very confusing. That's why, I, on the one hand, I understand, and again, it's not trying to be self-righteous because we were there at one time.
1: We, we, you know what? You learn from your mistakes. Yeah. Error and mistakes help you to move forward in a positive direction. I now have come full circle. Mm -hmm. I've come through the Hebrew Roots movement. I've come through the Messianic movement i've come through the oxenazi persuasion and we've danced in circles we've worn yeah we've worn pressures we've 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 taken the 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 scroll and we've marched it around the congregation yeah. everybody touched it and kissed, kissed, it. kissed it yeah we, we did it we've, all we've, we've we've done we've done all of that mm-hmm. and we've come full circle to a point of saying and looking at text and asking ourselves a question: Where is this inscribed in text? Correct. We've, yeah, we've worn we've worn the prayer shawls. We've strapped the zitzits on our belt loops, which is not which is not the mitzvot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the intent of the mitzvot, it's but it's not the mitzvot. We've done we've done all of that and i've come full circle mm-hmm. to bring me back to a point of text yeah and i have to look at text and i have to ask myself a question what is it that the most high ask hebrew israel to do mm. and if we're not looking at text to define what the most high is asking hebrew israel to do and doing that mm-hmm. then we're 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 somewhere else we're where where our ancestors were are, which is the reason why we're in the exile. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So here's so here's the point. Here are the key points. The question is, if you believe that Moshe, that's Moses, was the greatest teacher of Hebrew texts <laughs> to Hebrew Israel and the one signature prophet to the Most High, if you believe that, then we have to go in Mm. and listen to what he said that the Most High assignment was to him. Yes. And that's written in Devarim chapter 4. Yep. And it goes like this. Now, Israel, listen Mm. to the laws and rulings I am teaching you in order to follow them so that you will live period okay Mm. then in verse 5 he says look i have taught you laws and rulings just as yahweh my elohim ordered me so his order from the most high was to teach hebrew israel laws and rulings yes which are defined as mitzvot and commandments That was his assignment. That's right. So if we're going to proclaim, if a person's going to proclaim to be Hebrew, then this this is the roadmap that you have to follow. Laws. And rulings, yep, and within the scope of the laws and rulings that the Most High has given Mashe to teach Hebrew Israel, one of them that sticks out that's very 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 crucial, and that has to do with the issue of idolatry, <laughs> yes, it does, yes, it does wow and and the fact that the Most High has spoken. I don't know how many ways he can say to you, I am the first, I am the last. Yeah. Beside me. There is none. There is no other L. As a matter of fact, let's go over to Isaiah Yeshayahu. Uh, We'll start at 44. I think it's it's in 44. 44. We'll see. And we'll walk down. I think you're right. You know? um we'll walk it down yeah and and it starts in in Isaiah chapter number 44 uh in verse 6 he says thus says Yahweh Israel's king and redeemer Yahweh Zav'ot, Yahweh of hosts mm. I am the first I am the last Beside me, there There is is no no God, no L, who is like me. Let him speak out. Let him show me clearly what has been happening since I set up the eternal people. Who are the eternal Eternal. people? The most I said, I set up the eternal people. The eternal people is Hebrew Israel. That's right. Let him foretell future signs and and events. So, I mean, that's not the only place that... He makes this this claim about who he is. And it's all through it's all through text um, in the prophet Isaiah that he declares who he is and that there is no other. So anything other than what he has proclaimed himself to be is idolatry. That's correct. So I know people have gotten upset with me because I came out a few years ago and um, I proclaimed and taught that (laughs) Yeshua, Jesus Christ cannot be the Messiah of the sixth day. He cannot be, he cannot be. God manifested in the flesh. Yeah that, yeah, that can't happen. And the point being is that true, pure Hebrews subscribe to the idea that there is no Messiah at this time. That's right. That's right. There is, there is a group of people that are called the Lamba. Lomba tribe in Africa, yeah. In Africa. The Lomba tribe in Africa have been tested and defined by their DNA as having the strongest DNA that's associated with the Ironic priesthood. Mm. And they have never, ever uh, defected from a lifestyle that... Accords with the Torah. Mm. They don't know anything about any Jesus Christ or no Yeshua. Mm. They worship the absolute all-existent El who created all things. So we get back to this idea of purists. If we're going to subscribe to be and declare ourselves Hebrew, then we have to get rid of the elephant in the room. Yeah, you're going to have get it. And we have to hear the words of the prophet um, 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 Elisha, Elijah say that when I... he was confronted by the, <laughs> by the prophets of Baal. Or Israel, when Israel was was down there with uh, Jezebel and her <laughs> husband, uh-huh. and he confronted them, and his statement was, "If Yah be Yah, serve Him. If Baal be Baal, serve Him. Why are you dancing between two opinions?" Yeah, yeah. There's no. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, either either the Most High, the Creator of all things, is the sole power, and the Elohim and the El. Of all things, and the sole power, or he's not. <clears throat> yeah, these
0: individuals um, continue to prescribe and to, and that's the one thing that I had noticed that when I was watching that documentary again, and we, we talked about this before, and the question was raised, and, you, and I'm glad that you brought up the issue about the elephant in the room, which is the which is the this JC issue which is the issue of the day from the interviewer who basically said, I know this information now. What does this mean? What, 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 How does this change me? Now that I know that I have a connection with this, then what? And again, that's why I want to draw into subjection the issue of, okay, now you're what you've got in the room is two Christians talking about Christiandom, right you don't have a hebrew a hebrew talking, talking to a christian
1: christian right
0: right so what he should have uh, and again right off the bat anytime you're calling yourself bishop under the <laughs> <laughs> and you're prescribing to be hebrew i gotta call that under, under subjection as well but the issue is is that now i'm showing you who you are Who you are is connected to the Most High. You are the firstborn, which is designated in Shemot, or Exodus, chapter 4, verses 20 through 22, that says that you are the firstborn son. You're a part of that lineage. You're that set-apart people. And that set-apart people has a set of rules and statutes and mitzvotes, And in Devarim, chapter 4, which you eloquently put, this is what we're supposed to abide ourselves by. Nothing other than that. So it's you're not making a very good argument for people who don't prescribe to, to being Hebrew and you're indoctrinating them into be, being Hebrew because you're not providing them with anything more that provides some type of lifestyle
1: aha moment right. for them. Right. Now now let's put it this way. Let me put it this way. Let me let me let me give a contrasting let me give okay. a, a a contrasting example. Sure. If you join or become a part of the nation of Islam mm-hmm. They have a prescribed doctrine, thought, way of dress, and way of communication. Absolutely. Absolutely. And no everybody question. knows, everybody knows when you open, when they open their mouth, they know that that's who they are mm-hmm. and that's how they function. Mm-hmm. Agreed. The the, the Honorable uh, uh, Minister Farrakhan has a very Very, he's he has a very straight path, and he never deviates from it. Yeah, he's been consistent, and his people never deviate from it. That's correct. That's correct. Whereas this Hebrew thing is just like the Christian thing; Mm. it's got different branches Mm. of it, and it's not the same Mm -hmm. anywhere you go. If you if you follow the Hebrew roots. Hebrew roots is different from the Messianics. Uh, the Messianics are different from the so-called Hebrews, and they're all different from what we are.
0: It, and, and 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 that's my and then this might be the the area where we're we're saying the same thing but different ways. I think, in my estimation, there's only one way, which is the purest way that. We're trying to function our way in. Anytime you interject Christ into anything, you're a Christian. Period. I guess that's just how I look at it. That, no, no, I, I agree. I mean, if you're going to infuse it in there, you're either for the most high or not, because what you just, again, just eloquently said, it's, it's, there's the one thing that you, you brought up um, all the time. What's the one mitzvot that you hear keep getting repeated over and over and over again. And this is this issue of idolatry. Yes. And if you continue to keep infusing that into your doctrine, then you're not functioning within the confines of the Most High. Let- so that's what I'm saying. This seems like to me, anybody, the Messianics that infuse that Christian stuff in there,
1: you're Christian. You're not Hebraic. L- let me say this. Let me say this. I have heard in my lifetime that the Jews, hmm? the Aksanazis Jews do not believe in Jesus Christ. If they make any reference to him all at all, they speak of him in the context of maybe being a prophet. A prophet, yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. I've heard other people say that they, didn't believe in Jesus Christ being the son, but I, I haven't been able to go and find any written documentation mm. where they've written any delineative information to support their position or claim.
0: Hmm. And
1: it's true. I don't know that you say that. I think uh, Yeah. They say it, yeah, but yeah, it's not yeah. written. Huh. huh? I wrote it. <laughs> I wrote it. Mm, I wrote it. If anybody wants to know why it is that I don't believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, nor can he be a Messiah in this in this day, mm, go to Amazon look for the book in defense. in defense of the messiah it's a short read and in it i have documented scriptorially. Mm-hmm. I've i've scripturally indicated all the issues of why he can't be and the argument that we get from christians is they always point back to where the text wall says well it's written here that This is what he did to fulfill the prophecy. But when you read, when you read, when you go and read the prophetic text, if you have any understanding, the prophetic text that's written that they're trying to proclaim him representing does not fit. It it doesn't fit at all. It's out of context. Yeah. And, And guess what? All of it's out of context. Yeah. Any place where they have written, in the Greek text that this is written to fulfill a a prophecy over in the old Testament. When you read the Mm. pretext and the, and the the, the text, the pretext and the post text and the narrative that's there, the information that's there does not represent what they're saying at all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's, what's, what's also, kind
0: of egregious there is you've got a, a bunch of people who are greeked trying to tell you who is a hebrew what your text
1: means which <laughs> yeah which which is which is which i'm gonna which i'm gonna say this okay i say this i'm gonna ask the question who told you that
0: exactly exactly yeah it's like it would be the difference of me coming in m- me I'm not blood, but coming into your family and telling you what's what about what happened about some of the the things that happened within your household. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You, you are an outsider. You have no, you do not know how to interpret. You weren't there. You do not know how to interpret that particular situation. So what gives you, who told you that you could come in here and, and tell me about what's going on over here. And that's, Where, again, I commend the, the purple and gold people to actually get people to understand who they are, but you have to finish the narrative. Who you are has nothing to do with being affiliated with Christ. Right. Has everything to be affiliated with the Most High. And if you started teaching people from the standpoint of the birthright and what is what it's about and actually giving people an understanding between what the difference is. This is going to be a rabbit trail that I hope you go down real quick is the fact that... This issue about what we're what we've been uh, contracted with the Most High to inherit has nothing to do with salvation, right? And anybody who is from Christendom trying to tell you that the works of the law will not bring you to salvation, I agree with you. Because, Absolutely, because it, it has nothing to do, nothing with, to do it. with it. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree with you for a different reason. Yeah. It's you're trying to put something on a contract that has everything to do about you hold up your end of the bargain and I will give you land. I'll make you prosperous. I will make uh, I'll give you all of these things that I said I was going to do if you obey my commandments. That's your birthright. And I will give you that real estate over there for that has nothing to do with salvation and going to heaven. No,
1: no, no, no. no.
0: So trying to equate the two and try to make them. That's fine. Keep your salvation over there where you practice that. That's fine. Don't make it about a, the covenant about something that it's not. So
1: I don't know how I got off on that rabbit trail, but well, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, th- that, that's, that's true, because what, what we're trying to do here is to establish in the minds of our listeners, the difference between what is set apart and what is not set apart. Mm-hmm. Those are the words of, of of the writer, the prophet Malachi. And then you will know the difference between that which is holy and that which is not holy. <laughs> Correct. 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 And there's a difference between the children of Israel mm-hmm. that are tied to the Most High and those who are proclaiming to be children of Israel. Mm-hmm. And, I'm not, and I'm not talking about the Oxenazis. I'm talking about people who are claiming to be Hebrew, but yet and still don't understand the verbiage in the text that the Most High has written to Hebrew Israel that he repeats over and over and over and over and over and over over again. And it's one word, obey. Obey, yes. Obey what? (laughs) Obey, Obey my rulings and my instructions. Absolutely, right. And you've got... All these—that's what he, 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 and 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 the fact, the fact that Hebrew Israel that he established, and the generations that followed behind their original the original group mm-hmm. fell into idolatry—is the reason why we're sitting here today having this discussion as opposed to living in glory in, in, the oh, land. in the land that he said flowed with milk and honey because our ancestors chose to not follow his rules and his instructions and they begin to worship other gods. That's in tax, And it's playing itself
0: out right in front of your eyes it's, right now. That's, that's in tax. Yeah. In 2022... This Gregorian calendar year of whatever it, it prescribes to be, it, it it it's funny, you know, the the day and age we we talked about this when um in the book of Shoftim, and at the end of Shoftim, there's a particular set of chapters at the end, chapters 17 through 21. They talk about a particular Levite, and this particular person happened to be a a priest in a house of God, if you will. That's how it's described in the text. But as you progress through these chapters, what you see is the house of Dan or the tribe of Dan actually takes this idol and sets it up within the confines of, of quote unquote, their, their priestly order, if you will. And I see the kind of the same thing happening with with our people. Because what was the text say? It says in that day and age there was no king in Israel, and people just did what was right in their own exactly. eyes. Exactly. And so what's happening here is that there, we've got a group of people these 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 that in, mean well, purple and gold folks, talking about Hebrew Israel and how we need to observe the mitzvot. But at the same time, you've got an idol in the house. Yes. Yeah. Same same scenario, yes. different day. Yeah. And it didn't bode well for that tribe of Dan at the end of the day
1: yeah and, and and what what I'm trying to tell our our listeners is the goal in life has nothing to do with salvation mm. it has nothing to do with salvation, <laughs> it has to do with pleasing our heavenly father who created us and gave us a set of rules and regulations to, to live our lives by that are pleasing in his sight and puts us in harmony with him. That's what it has to do with. Sure. I mean, I mean. In a natural, in a natural setting where a family is a good knit family Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and there's father, mother, and there's children. Mm -hmm. If the father in the house has set the standard right, then his children always want to be pleasing to their father. Father, Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And this is where we are as individuals. The one who has created all things is our father. Mm. He has he he has established I'm your father. Mm. I'm giving you some rules and some instructions so that you can live in a place that I have created for you Mm. in harmony with me. And that's the goal. That's the goal. There's there's no there's no other. Listen, at the end of the day. There is no other goal than to be in harmony with the One who has created all things. True. I'm gonna I'm piggyback on when you, when you, as soon as you get done. There's no, there's, there's, there's nothing outside of that. I'm, I'm, I'm here on these mics every week, trying to get people to understand the goal is the Most High. Nothing. Nothing. There. There should be nothing that comes between a Hebrew man or woman that would separate him from the Most High. Exactly. Nothing. Yeah. That's what you have to guard. Yeah. And 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 again,
0: that is the thing that separates us. Is because of the goal that we're trying to establish. You're trying to, other people are trying to establish two different things. We're trying to get into heaven and we're trying to please the most high, which has a different set of standards. Oh. The, 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 the realization, I'll, I'll share this with you real quick. I'm gonna go off on a rabbit trail real quick. The one thing that I had realized just as of recent is that you and I sit back and, and we said oftentimes, this may not happen in our lifetime. Right. I'm going to actually amend that. Because quite frankly, when I look at where the Most High has taken our ancestors and the amount of people that he can use, it doesn't matter about a, 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 a large group of people. It really, it doesn't. He no. can he can use 300 people. He can use one, Simpson. He can use whomever he wants to use in whatever quantity he wants to use. So if the most high says tomorrow, and I'm coming back to this issue of getting back into land, if the most high says, it's time to go, have we formulated our minds enough to say, okay, I have to leave where I'm at right now and my my comfort of where I am and follow the most high? I've got to be able to formulate my mind to say, okay, what's the goal? The goal is the land. The goal is observing the mitzvot. And this is the other thing that I, I attributed this to is saying why I had, again, when I, when we're talking about individuals that are 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 the foreigner that are with us that's why i have that a uh, 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 issue when they say okay you white folks are going to be our slaves right, and all this, all right, this other right. kind of but stuff that's,
1: that's not that's that's not that's not where we are right because that-, that that violates that violates the rules and the instructions that the most high has laid down for hebrew israel he said you are not to <laughs> treat the foreigner in a and wrongfully yeah i'm paraphrasing
0: yeah i mean they 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 are supposed to be treated as if they're one of you right so if they have accepted the most high it will be just like it was coming out of mitzrayim where there's a mixed multitude going out and quite frankly what i had to formulate my mind is is that if the most high says leave tomorrow it's a
1: bunch of folk hebrews over here that ain't going it's true There's a bunch of Hebrews (laughs) that claim to be Hebrews ain't going. (laughs) That's not going. Exactly. And so... There's, could. A cri- there's, a criteria, there's a criteria that you have to meet to go. Right. So he could say, you know what? Based on the small
0: little group that I have in the United States, in South America, that's over here, that's in Africa, that's over in the Middle East, that's over in the UK, that may be over in Asia. Wherever you guys are dispersed, that's enough for me to go ahead and do what I need to do back into the land. And it could happen tomorrow. So... What I'm trying to get to is this, is uh, going back to what you were saying again about the prophet. You can't be preaching salvation and we're getting into heaven. And then on the same, in the same vein, preaching Hebrew that we're going to get back into the land. Those are two diametrically opposed ideas and goals to be established. And so that's again another way to say, okay, Hebrews, making a distinction between ourselves and everyone else, what is the goal? The goal is the most high. The goal is
1: the folks. The goal is the land. The goal is to please the most high. Mm -hmm. (coughs) If we're pleasing the most high, everything else is systemic to that. Right. It falls right in line. Yep. Agreed. So if people are claiming to be hebrew but there are no rules and regulations or mitzvot being spoken out of their mouth and there's more than just keeping the sabbath there's more than just keeping uh the feast of Pesach and Matzah and, the, and Shavuot and Feast of Trumpets and mm-hmm. and and um, Day of Atonement and Sukkot. There are more mitzvot than just those. Oh, yeah, quite a few that He provides for us to be able to live our lives back. And I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm setting aside. I'm not even talking about the mitzvahs that are germane to animal sacrifice because you said, well, we're not doing this. This has got nothing to do with animal sacrifice. hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't have a temple. Correct. We don't have corny. Mm hmm. OK. And we're not in the land. So the issue of animal sacrifice is off the table until we get back in the land, which is not going to happen until the seventh seventh dispensation dispensation, or the seventh day Mm -hmm. in which the the Most High has established to be the Messianic era, that's when the the true Messiah is going to show up. Mm -hmm. And we know who that Messiah is. The word Messiah only means anointed, my anointed. Mm -hmm. That's all it means. Mm -hmm. It only means my anointed. (laughs) That's all it means. And the Most High has more than one anointed. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. He had an anointed that was not a Hebrew. Cyrus was not a Hebrew. Mm. And he called him his anointed king. Mm. So there's more than one anointed. Yes. So every time you hear the word anointed and Messiah, doesn't necessarily mean that the text is talking about Jesus Christ. There you have it. There you have it. And all of this information that I'm talking about now is in my book, in defense of the Messiah, which can be purchased on on Amazon. And I haven't gone in to see if there are any critic, <laughs> anybody that's uh, <laughs> that's anybody that's We're criticized in- it or whatever. But you know, it's not for it's not for everybody, and I, I can understand why Christians would be would be. Um, Adverse to it because it, 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 it's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> it takes out their, their Jesus. Yeah, I mean, he, he's not, he's not in text. Yeah. He is not in text. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Listen, listen. I will go as far as to stake my very life. Mm my life in the hands of the Creator mm-hmm. who has created all things to say that there is nothing that the Most High has put in text Hebrew mm-hmm. text that supports a Jesus Christ being his his only begotten son yeah well stake I, I, I listen listen <laughs>
0: I just quoted it earlier. You go on good ground with that one. That's Samo chapter four, four, verse 20 through
1: 22. It's a bold thing for a person to put himself in the hands of the most high and say to the most high, if I'm wrong, then I shouldn't be speaking. Mm. And if I shouldn't be speaking, then I should be dead. Mm.
0: Agreed. I stand with you on that one i mean there's too many texts to support I'm, what you're just saying you I'm,
1: I'm bold enough yeah i'm bold enough to say that uh-huh. <laughs> i'm bold enough to say that what is this all about this is all about helping our people with the rattling of the bones the stirring Of Hebrew Israel, the dry bones in the valley in Ezekiel. Mm -hmm. That's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. Human being, he says, speak to the bones. (laughs) Prophesy to them. Is that that what we're doing? He said, what shall I say? He said, you know. (laughs) You know. Wake them up. Wake them up. And when... And when we're in we're in this time frame where the bones are rattling, mm-hmm. they're trying they're trying to, to put to put some some breath into them, they're trying to put some life into them, they're rattling because they're stirring, because they're restless. Mm. Because they want to be resurrected. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of this desire to be, be, to be resurrected, there's this adverse force that's trying to keep them dry. Yeah. And you and I are sitting here saying, we're sitting here like Ezekiel. We're trying to prophesy and breathe breath and life into the bones so that the bones can live. Mm-hmm. And so the bones can be revived and stand up and be what the Most High want them to be. That dissertation in Ezekiel is Israel. Absolutely. And a matter of fact, there's no question
0: about it being Israel because it says it. It's Israel. In the
1: text, when you get done reading it, it says, this is Israel. This is Israel. So, so there's no question who you're talking yeah, about. Right? So, so if, you're, if you're talking about Hebrew Israel and I'm a Hebrew Israelite, <clears throat> the text is talking about you. Mm. And all I'm trying to do is help you to understand that there is a pureness. That when you claim to be a Hebrew Israelite, there are things, there's a doctrinal teaching That goes with it it starts in Bereshit and it ends in Devarim which is the composite which is the composite narrative and which is a reason why those five books are called Torah right which is a good just can I steal your thunder
0: go that again that's why it's called Torah, but I, I like to call it the five books of Moshe because there's a, we got to make a distinction between, because when people say, okay, it's in the Torah and you're talking about, okay, was that the five books of Moshe? No, the Torah is inside the, that, that the, is in, It's inside that, it's right It's inside it, so think of it this way there's are the five books of Moshe And then there's the Ketuvim and the Nivim Those are the writings And then there's the prophets Right And inside the five books that Moshe wrote Is the Torah Is the,
1: the Torah Exactly
0: So exactly. it's those little types of things Those little things that we learn along the way That provide value and understanding and clarification To, and validity to what So what we're talking about I was going to ask you a question on air. <laughs> I've been sitting over here waiting for it, but
1: go ahead. Well, go ahead because I'm getting ready to go. I'm
0: getting ready to. Because hopefully it's a segue into these myths, folks. Because I just, for, oh, for those of you, and this is just a rhetorical question, and it's not, you don't have to answer this, but for those of you that are listening, and I'm looking at one of these cameras, I want you to ask yourself the question. You've been told, again, who told you that? you've been told that the mitzvot and the commandments and the rulings of the most high are done away with and are, and are, and are bad. But have you actually understood? Did somebody tell you why they're bad or why you shouldn't do them? Or other than the fact that, Christ did away with them and we don't have to do them anymore. Do you have any experience? Can you tell me as to why? That's like somebody going up to you and saying, Sally, Joe, Bill, Emily, whoever, Jack, Leroy, I don't care who your name, that's an evil person. And you shouldn't deal with them because they're ignorant and they're stupid. And you've never met that person before. So you already have formulated into your mind about what it is that person is before even having an, an a relationship with them to even get to know what they even are. This is what our head teacher and ambassador is trying to get you to understand is that you have to understand these for these, these mitzvot for yourself and understand the value that they have before you just simply write them off. So I just asked the rhetorical question. This is a little, little segue in here. Probably before you get into the mitzvot to where you're getting ready to go It's like literally have you asked yourself the question, what is so bad about these mitzvot where they need to be done away with? What is so egregiously horrible about them that says, that speaks to you, that says, yep, see, right there. That's why they're bad. Because I can't see anything in them other than the fact of what you eloquently explained that some of them are not germane to this dispensation of time because we don't have priesthood and we don't have a temple. And we don't have any of those other things, but the rest of them are.
1: Listen listen if somebody told you that Jesus Christ did away with the law then he made everybody a sinner mm-hmm sure did you say how so well let's read the text in John okay let's see what let's see what let's see what let's see what John dear old John let's see what John, John has to say okay where are we going John. Oh, first John chapter three. First John chapter three. All right. We've been there before. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, but since we brought this up, and you, I want to keep this refreshed in your mind. Okay. First John chapter three, verse four. Everyone who keeps sinning is violating the law. Indeed, sin is a violation of the law. I don't know how emphatic more emphatic you can get it's right here it's right here in your document unless your document is speaking out of both sides of its mouth Mm -hmm. so if jesus christ did away with the law then and he pinned it to the cross which is no text that says that (laughs) right right that's made up what he did is by, by by John's dissertation in First John 3, verse 4, he made everyone a sinner because the text says everyone who keeps sinning is violating the law. Mm. Indeed, sin is a violation of uh, the law. Exactly. My text says Torah, but your Greek text says law. Mm. So now, which is it? Which is it? Is it done away with? Am I not supposed to follow it? Which happens to be nothing more than something that is ethical and that is moral. Mm-hmm. So now within the framework <laughs> within the framework of this, the book of Proverbs is all about Torah, mm-hmm. and there are four different, three or four different people that it talks about. It talks about an individual who is a simpleton. Mm. It talks about a person who is a scoffer. It talks a person about a person who is a fool. It talks about a person who is wise. Mm. Let's look at the simpleton, okay? Let's look at him. And then I'm going to be finished for the night. Okay as I go through these four, the simpleton are those who have undecided views. Mm. They have not studied the law of the Torah. This person is gullible and allows himself to be persuaded by his own thoughts or his own inclination. Mm. He follows the crowd. Talking about the simpleton. Mm-hmm. They are people who are are unintelligent and are easily seduced by demagogues. Uh, (sighs) Yeah, we gotta stop. (laughs) They are who that could be. They are people who believe what they want to believe. This Mm. is in Proverbs. Mm. There's the scoffer. This is a person who mocks the Torah or the law because he thinks. That it can't be proven by logic. This person mocks anything based on faith. This is a person who lacks the fear mm. of Elohim, the most high. That's a scoff there. That's a scoff. there's the fool mm-hmm. is a person who understands the law or Torah mm-hmm. or wisdom, but rejects it because it demands that he not indulge his every desire. Mm. It prevents him from doing what he wants to do. To do. Mm. And then there's the wise person. These are people who adhere to the teachings and the ways of the most high. Mm. Those are the four classifications. So which one? Yeah. So now you have to <laughs> ask yourself, which one am I? Right. Right. Am I wise who adhere to the teachings of the ways of the most high? Am I a scoffer? Or am I a simpleton? Mm. This is in Proverbs. Proverbs, Pro- the book of Proverbs opens up. Let's go there for a minute, real quick. Oh, you want to go to uh Proverbs chapter one. Chapter one, okay. Yeah, let's go to Proverbs chapter one. And then we'll be then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. And, and
0: this is, I'm gonna, as you turn in there, I want to say something about, you know, as you're going through Proverbs, you know, it, it's enlightening how you're you're approaching it because it's like a treasure trove of nothing but
1: just mitzvahs, all over over the place yes but <laughs> but here's the problem with that a person who is not familiar with the mitzvot right 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 will read it and not know what it's talking Wrong. about exactly and will not know that there are mitzvot in the in the midst of this mm-hmm. but let's listen to how the proverbs opens okay the proverbs of shlomo the son of david the king of israel are for learning about wisdom, wisdom and discipline For understanding words expressing deep insight, Mm -hmm. for gaining an intelligently disciplined life, doing what is right, just, and fair. For endowing with caution those who don't think, that's the simpleton, mm-hmm. and the young person with knowledge and, and discretion, someone who is already wise will hear and learn still, still more, more, and someone who already understands will gain the ability to counsel well. He will understand proverbs, obscure expressions and sayings and riddles of the wise the fear of yahweh is the, the beginning. beginning of knowledge but fools despise wisdom and discipline listen to it mm. fools despise wisdom and discipline mm. now if you go through and get down in the text wisdom's going to tell you who 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 it is wisdom's going to tell wisdom's you who gonna wisdom sp- is it's going to speak for itself it's yep. going to speak for itself okay it's going to tell you i wisdom was there in the beginning. Mm. Well mm. who 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 <laughs> who's who's that? Who who's the I wisdom that's there in the beginning? When you go down into um uh, chapter number it's I think in- it's nine. You know, I guess you can't go there. That's ten. I'm getting ready to do ten this week.
0: Wisdom is, yeah, that's nine.
1: So nine. Wisdom has
0: built a house for herself. Wisdom has built herself a house. Yes. She has carved, carved herself out her, seven pillars.
1: Her seven pillars. I wonder what those seven pillars are. You know, and it goes, <laughs> it goes on, it goes on to talk about, you know, to someone, verse four. Weak-willed, she says, come and eat my food. The idea is to share the, Torah, the, the mm-hmm. knowledge of Torah. You know, drink the wine I have mixed What's well, this joy in it. Don't stay unsure of yourself, but live. Walk in the ways Way of, of understanding. understanding. You know, he goes on to say, the fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom. In verse 10 you know and knowledge of the holy ones is understanding mm-hmm. is a reference to the most high and his anointed ones at the beginning of understanding with me your days will be increased your years will be added to your life mm. with who with wisdom with torah and if you are wise your wisdom helps you but if you scoff you bear the consequences all alone mm. You know it goes on. You know to talk about you know I wisdom. I was I where was I? I was I was there in the beginning, before before the foundations were laid out. That's a concept in itself. Before anything was done, I wisdom was. So so now the question: If I wisdom was there at the beginning, before anything was laid out, then whose wisdom? Mm. Whose wisdom? And then he goes on to talk about how, 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 how fun it was. I danced and played in the midst of it, of it all. <laughs> so who is he talking about? Mm. What's the text talking about? Who's wisdom? Is wisdom something? Wisdom is the most high. Mm. The Torah is the most high. That's right. That's right. The laws, the rulings are the most high. Yeah. That's him. So when we reject, when we reject wisdom, and we reject Torah, you're rejecting the very one that you say you love. Uh. And you don't even know it. And the reason why you don't know it is because somebody gave you a false narrative and you believed it. And the elephant in the room is sucking the very life out of you. Mm. Well, I'm going to end it there. All right.
0: All right. But I just
1: want, I want you to, I want our, our listeners, as you listen to this podcast, as you've listened to this podcast, I hope that you've heard that there's a difference between pure Hebrews and those that claim to be Hebrews. Mm-hmm. Hebrews have a lifestyle. The lifestyle of a Hebrew is governed by the... Rules and instructions that the Most High has given to Hebrew Israel that are written within the framework of the five books that are there, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of them. Yeah, quite a few. And so, don't, don't, don't come to me. Well, there's six hundred thirteen. Nope. No, there are not. Nope. No, never enumerate them. There's no. The Most High never enumerated his mitzvotes. Mm-hmm. there's no number to them there's a lot of them there I taught them and left some of them out mm. <laughs> yeah I, 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 I taught them I taught them and and as I as I think about it and go back and as I listen each week I'm going oh I, I, I didn't because some of the instructions are so subtle yeah that you that you don't realize that he's telling you, I'm telling you to do something exactly exactly, yeah, this I mean, it they start writing better sheet. and one of the yeah. things, and one of the things that that the most high tells us over and over and over again in proverbs, he tells us about studying, study in them, mm. study, read them, study. you have to read if there's anything. That a person needs to digest if there's anything a person needs to digest you need to digest the body of work between Genesis and the end of Deuteronomy yeah exactly that's that's if if you want to if you want to say if you want to define the heart exactly The heartbeat of the Most High, the heartbeat of the Most High is within the confines of the information between Genesis chapter 1 and and Devarim, the last chapter of Devarim. Yeah, and and Deuteronomy. That's the heartbeat.
0: Absolutely. You get everything that, yeah, matter of fact, everything is built off of that. It's built off of that. That's the foundation for everything. You get creation, you get the, not only the creation of the world, but you get the creation of a people, you get the creation of the, uh, of the establishment of the mitzvot, you get all these different things. It's a treasure trove of just understanding and and to having a command over those first five books will enlighten the rest of the works that come out of it.
1: And, 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 and I don't want to say sadly, but you have to have somebody to help you understand what you're reading. Sure. Sure. By all means. I mean, you don't have a, you, maybe you don't have a congregation to, to gather with, but you have to have someone to help you understand mm-hmm. what you're reading. Mm-hmm. That's, and why, that's it, why. And that's why we're here. Yeah. That's why we're here. Yes, absolutely whatever questions that you have within the framework of those five books that mm-hmm. you question and need to understand of you, you can always comment on podbeam and or you can send us a email to FTF at org. Uh, I'll get your email Mm -hmm. and, or you can go to our website and you can post a question there and we'll get it and we'll help you understand. We're purists. That's what we're here for. Yeah, absolutely. We're here to help Hebrew Israel that wants to be pure Hebrew Israel. Anywhere in the world that you live, we're here to help you. Yeah. And, And let me, let me say
0: this too, while we're here, um, we totally uh, are appreciative for those of you that are out there that are listening uh, and continuing to tune in and hear what we're what we're pontificating about uh, every single week that we sit down at these mics. Share the content as much as you can. Put it on your timelines. Put it on. Share it with your family members. It may be uh, a good um, and maybe contentious. <laughs> at times discussion that you might have but it's going to take a collective of everybody working together within the confines of Hebrew Israel in order to push Yahweh forward you're not pushing Hebrews in exile the podcast forward you're pushing Yahweh forward which it should be on the forefront in the hearts and the minds of people that are he Hebrew who he wants to matriculate back into the land. So let let
1: me say, you know, I got another close. Go go ahead. Let me say one last thing, because (laughs) I need you to also understand this. Being Hebrew doesn't mean that in the midst of the world, you have to look funny. Mm. Being Hebrew doesn't mean that, You have to dress a certain way. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, 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 right. Exactly. Being Hebrew doesn't mean that you have to look a certain way. Mm. Where do I get this from? Mm. I get this from one of the greatest viceroys and leaders that is at the head of the precipitation of the Hebrew nation. His name was... Joseph. Mm -hmm. Joseph was a viceroy in Mitzrayim in Egypt, Mm -hmm. and he looked like the Egyptians. He didn't he didn't come out looking all funny and strange and his brothers didn't even recognize him because he looked like the nation that he was in. Mm -hmm. But he held he held the character and he held the position of what he knew about the most high to the nth degree, which Mm. is a reason why he rose to where he was. Because he had the relationship with the Most High that caused him to be elevated within the nation Mm -hmm. so that he could help his brothers and his sisters in the time of the famine. So what I'm telling you is you don't have to dress and look strange. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is be you Mm -hmm. and be right in your heart and obey God. The midstvos and the the directions of the most high that mm-hmm. he's given us that we can do in this exile that's all he asks that's all that's all he asks yes sir yes sir that's all he asks hmm he doesn't ask us to grow no long beard I have a beard because <laughs> I decide because I choose to wear one well
0: he might if you decide you'd want to go ahead and take the Nazir
1: right. vow. The the, the the Nazirite vow, na, right? Right. Yeah. Right. But other than that, other than that, you're right. Joseph looked like he Joseph looked like the people he was he That's he, right. he lived with. That's right. And I'm saying to you, you can look like the people that you live with mm-hmm. and still be Hebrew mm-hmm. and be in favor with the most high. Now I know that what I just said <laughs> doesn't resonate across the lines, but once again, I've said it once again being Hebrew there's different strains of being a Hebrew we're purists Mm -hmm. and our goal is to do one thing and that is to be pleasing to the and right in the eyes of the one who created us and who was our king our leader our redeemer who was the first and the last who said beside me there is no other Elohim I'm Rabbi Robert B. Holman, Jr. And this is Sean Appleton. And this has been Hebrews Hebrews in Exile. exile. Shalom. Shalom.